You know how kids' shows nowadays have absolutely no taste? Fair. And they have made such horrific remakes of something that we once held dear. Very true, yeah. Mm, it's I unfortunate. Think we should take the time today just to reflect on those good times. Fair. Yeah, better times, if you will. <laughs> okay. What do you want to start with, then? Let's start with the egregious villainy that is the latest Ben 10 show. Oh, okay. <laughs> we watched the theme just before doing this podcast, and <sighs> it is horrendous. It, like, how do you look at that and be like, this is a winning product? Like, the animation quality's dropped, the quality in general has dropped like oh my goodness it's like when we were 10 years old we were watching this and we were like this is the coolest thing ever and now mm. 10 years old means you are 5 years old apparently mentally based on what they're trying to produce fair yeah that's it, it, it's exceptionally kids oriented which is weird because kids shows have obviously always been kids oriented but yeah. they've always looked good you know yeah Whereas, it's weird that the quality would drop and the jokes would become so much more pathetic. Like, they don't even try. Yeah. And the action is, is lame now because everything is so, like, comforted and blanketed. Yeah, and generally it's just repeating what the older shows have already done, which is very definitely a pity because I think Ben 10 was one of those shows that had some really, really good action pieces. For sure. Ben 10 is probably one of the coolest action cartoon shows there is. Fair, fair. Like, we're obviously not including anime. That's yeah, because that, that, yeah, that's all from the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in terms of what Cartoon Network had available, before Ben Tennant, there was um, Samurai Jack. Teen Titans. Of, and Teen Titans in terms of action. But beyond those shows, there wasn't a lot of heavy Maybe action. action-oriented yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, okay. What's your favorite episode of the classic Ben 10, as it's called nowadays, which hurts my soul? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is that not called the original gangster Ben 10? That's, that's, have some respect. Ben 10 OG. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I'd still watch it. <laughs> okay, so from the, like, the Ben 10. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't mess with me. Okay, it is firstly, the episode where Gwen gets the Omnitrix instead of Ben. That's a cool episode. And Ben just still has all the memories of yeah. having the Omnitrix. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool one. Okay. Um, the episode, the, like, first part and second part of, the, like, the Ben 10 movie, where oh, he finally yeah. faces Volgax and he gets... Um, Way big. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's it's, cool. it's literally that scene where the wild vines take Gwen. And then Ben was not able to like stop them from like taking Gwen yeah and he has that angry moment where he like beats the hell out of the ground as forums and all these different aliens and then he was like I it should have been me I sh I could have done something better and then you have that final moment where he just gets really mad and just like <laughs> basically should have just like killed Vulgarix and then as Wave it's like punched the crap out of him fair and then the last one of my favorite episodes of all time um, I know you've got a really good one in the bank here. Hundreds, yeah. <laughs> but is the the um, triple six? Wait, wait, six six. The um, the bounty hunter. Oh, 
yeah, that is a good. The episode where he appears for the first time. That's a really and he good fights one. Ben as um, Diamond Head. That was a yes. good episode. Yeah, yeah. That's a really, really solid episode. Okay. Ooh, those are tough to beat, but number okay, one, okay. it is definitely Ben 10,000 for me. <laughs> what an awesome episode. 100%. Like, honestly, they went a very, like, a typical route in terms of the storytelling where it was like, oh, he's, like, unable to have fun anymore. You know, he needs his kid self to teach it. But, like, it worked. <laughs> it worked really, really well. Um, and, like, the way they introduce... I think they introduced his son in that episode as yes, well. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And he's, like, giving him an Omnitrix, and he's like, yeah, you'll only get ten. And he's like, why? He's like, that's somebody I had. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, damn it, Dad. Um, the second, I think, is the... I think it's a two-parter where Ghost Freak becomes sentient. Oh, I know this one. Yeah. And it becomes that other, like, that more hectic version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, morphs into, like, the mutated version of Ghost Freak, which is really... I think that's a really, really solid episode. Um, I third, yeah? That Ghost Freak episode, the one where Ben has to face up to the clowns, and he uses Ghost Freak against the clowns yeah. and the circus people. That was also a really good episode. Yeah. Um... And my third, oh, oh, so many to choose from. Um, uh, I think I enjoyed the first appearance of Charmcaster and who was her grandfather? Oh, Hex, I yes. think it was. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, that was pretty. That was a pretty solid episode, but I don't think it's one of the top tier. If I'm honest, it was just one of those episodes where you're like, wow. That was really well done. Like, good on you. <laughs> like, the one where Ben gets uh, Cannonbolt for the first time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or he gets Ditto, dude. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. Uh, or oh, what, what was it, that little electric one where he's, like, in the giant rubber ball or something because they go and visit the um, little attraction yes, place. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, do, what do they call that one? I can't even remember. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's important. Nobody else will, but it's fine. You get me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but honestly, I think Ben 10,000 is probably my favorite episode of the original Ben 10. Oh, yes, yeah. Like, even the moment where Ben just looks at him, he's like, what do you call this alien? And he's like, uh, I don't call it anything. Like, you're lame. What are you doing? <laughs> like, this is cannonball. <laughs> he's like, ha, huh, I forgot I used to do this. <laughs> like... It's just so good. And the way the Omnitrix looks in that episode on the older Ben 10, where it's like become a like a gauntlet style. Yep. Yo, that looks wild. And he's got like the whole salt and pepper. Th Was it called the Saturdays? Or the, the Secret Saturdays? The Secret Saturdays. There we go. That's a good show. That was a phenomenal show, dude. They had me the whole time trying to figure out who Kerr was. 100%. And then they just revealed that it was the main villain. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> I, I thought it was the the um, cat monkey. His, his Oh, like, yeah, yeah. His friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he was just one of the guardians of Kerr. Yeah. And then the boy became Kerr in season two after he defeats Kerr. I remember that. That was pretty cool, actually, because he... He did have a connection to all of these things. Mm. I remember, if I'm not mistaken, the whole thing was Kerr was like a yeti, basically. Yes. Yeah, and he yeah. was basically, and he was wearing the mask throughout like the whole series, basically, until he got defeated. Oh, um, that was, um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they eventually do find Kerr like the actual like 
gigantic monster, but it is like a yeti type thing that lives in the snow. Because mm, if I'm not mistaken, that I can't remember his name, that little evil villain guy who like ran the the show that he used yeah, to yeah. watch. But if I'm not mistaken, he was the one who attacked the camp, like that you see in like the the very first episode. I think it is where they're like explaining everything and they show this archaeological site where the parents were yeah. at and everything and he's the one who murdered like everyone at the camp Ooh. yeah which was I like when they revealed that I was like that is that's a dark twist for a children's TV show that I think that was one of the nice things about older cartoon shows is because like you could watch it as you grew up and it would never lose anything yeah that's fair they, they, they put a lot of mature writing into it despite it being aimed for kids yeah which is because kids won't catch the storyline, but they love the the animation. They love the action and, and stuff like that. Yeah. The jokes are always funny. No, fair enough. I think honestly, that's probably one of the biggest areas that modern cartoons are lacking in. Because not to be funny, you can't watch kids shows like as an adult now. I you can't just watch the new kids shows coming out. They're, no, they're too like mindless. True. Whereas I can still go back to the cartoons I used to watch and be like, holy shit, I never saw that before. Like, whoa. I will still watch Ben 10. I will still watch Young Justice. And, Lydia, like, before we go on to the next one, I just want to mention, like, I will 100% rewatch all of American Dragon. Oh, okay. If we're going to go to American Dragon, sure. Oh, okay. I used to watch that literally every day after I got home from school. Like, literally every day. The... There was a weird time where they had two different like animation styles happening at the same time. Yes, that was because they, they changed the animation style from season one and two. Because remember in season one he's like super buff dragon. Yes, yeah, yeah. But in season two he's like a skinny, more, like streamlined more, um, like Asian Eastern, style yeah, dragon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they used to do reruns as the new episodes were coming out. I always used to get so confused. Cause I was like, how did, why did, why is he not buff anymore? <laughs> like, I, cause not, to, not to be funny, but I really enjoyed that buff dragon look. I preferred the, the, the original where he is like the more buff, traditional, well, English yeah. sort of dragon. Um, but I always thought that um, Grandpa always suited the more Eastern yeah, yeah. type dragons. No, 100%, but that, that's why I think him being like the your more western influenced dragon while his sister and his grandpa were the eastern dragons mm. made more sense to me because the show was called american dragon yeah you know where it was like he is he's a he's a uh asian descendant kid who's just in america you know so it, to me it always made sense but i also get why they changed it yeah um, that was another one that had some really, really solid storytelling in it. How good is the is the romance in that one? That's pretty they solid with all Rose. Good, yeah. Uh, that was really good, and she's like part of the dragon clan or the dragon the hunters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think why why this didn't pop up immediately. This is actually a Disney show, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah it is. Disney has also seriously declined in quality. Yeah, that's it true. Proper garbage now. It's unwatchable. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Which is weird, because again, like, they had such good stuff. It's true, like, I would much rather watch all, like, if I could show my kids reruns of things that we watched, I think it would be much better off oh, than watching anything current. 100%. Um, and I mean, I, I'm sure there are going to be people who are like, oh, well, they're, like, old now. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not that old, first off. <laughs> but I'm sure there are going to be people who are like, oh, you know, they're old now. They don't, have, you know, if you were growing up, you'd love it the same. But I, I don't know that I would because I don't think 
kids do anymore. Like, yeah, case in point, true. if you take Ben 10, right, as a classic example, when we were growing up, there was, like, a million and one Ben 10 toys you could buy, from the different Omnitrixes, the different aliens, to different variations of the Omnitrix, where you could put, like, little statues in them. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, yeah. Whereas now, like, it's the same thing with Star Wars. There's barely a shelf, you know? Yeah. So, like, I think it must have declined to a certain point. It's... Kids also just don't buy toys anymore. That's a, that's a very depressing fact. Yeah, as well, yeah. I, toys are not as like widely available here as I wish they were. Like no. I know I'm 22 now, but like I, if I saw a decent quality toy, I'd still probably buy it. But you know what my problem is though. Like that's the biggest issue. Is they're not even even if you can find the toys, they're not good quality anymore. No, the quality is horrendous. Like the stuff we used to buy was like I ha I had toy lightsabers, brew that me and two of my mates used to like go hardcore with. Like we used to whack the shit out of each other. They lasted like until I gave them away, like literally three years ago. <laughs> like, li and they were still in like perfect condition. They were like steady. Whereas you look at the lightsabers, if you can even find one nowadays, they're terrible. Like one smack and that thing's like in pieces. And you're like, ah, this is fun. I'm a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one one thing that I thought uh, Ben 10 did really well is that they were able to continue the series as he got older. That was like, interesting. Alien yeah. Force was really good. I enjoyed Alien Force. Especially the dynamic that they created between the, the now, like, trio. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think that was my favorite thing about uh, Alien Force is that they just brought Kevin Levin back yeah. and, like, made him part of the team. And they also, they he, gave him... such a good part of the team now. He really is. But and he they, was awesome. Yeah, he was. He was one of my favorite characters. Honestly, one of my favorite episodes is when he he's, like, having a conversation with Gwen and Ben's behind her. And he's just like, Gwen, you got to treat your car like you treat your lady. And she looks at him and she goes, oh, go on. <laughs> no. <laughs> since I've walked into a trap of some kind. <laughs> I still use that line today. 100%. <laughs> I've, I, I've used it this week. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. The week you've been having. <laughs> Fair. But like, the, the I love cool, how they used his powers as well. That, that's what I was about to say. The cool thing about Alien Force is they expanded him. Because in the original series, he was very much like a... Because I think it started out of like electricity absorption, I think. He, he could basically absorb, like, energy or power. Yeah. yeah, and then he grabbed the Omnitrix and he got, like, massively mutated. Yes. And then Alien Force is just like, yeah, well, he got out of the zone, he, like, figured his life out, and look at him go. Yeah. And Ben's like, cool, help me out. <laughs> and then you have that, like, really hectic episode where um, Kim's like, I don't know how to beat him, and, like, Ben's already been defeated. Yeah. And Ben's, like, Omnitrix is now, like, timed out and it's got, like, nothing left. And then um, Kim's like... I can do this. Yeah. Are you willing to, like, are we willing to do this again? Yeah. And Ben was like, it's fine, you can do it. Yeah. And then he looks at Gwen and he, like, has this, like, heavy moment where he's like, I'm not going to look the same. Like, just know that if I do this, it might be permanent. And yeah. he, like, grabs the Omnitrix, absorbs it, kicks everyone's ass, and, like, flies off as, like, this mutated version of yeah. himself. Again. Yeah. Because isn't that how Ultimate Alien started? Not with him being the mutated version, but with him being, like, made up of all the various materials he'd absorbed over time. Jeepers. I don't actually remember, but, like, 
Because I, I remember there was that plot line where he had to, where he was using the mask to look normal. When he took it off, he had like diamond over here and like oh, metal yes. on the other side, like wood yeah. coming down the front. I remember, which that. was really cool. I also I really appreciated how they like set limits on it because I think there's an episode where I think it's Gwen gives, gives him like a bag of marbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I appreciate the thought, but this is useless to me. Like, it's not enough. And she was like, Oh, <laughs> he's like, Yeah, sorry, but thanks. <laughs> that was really cool. That was a touching episode. I still think about that. But that, that's the thing. They created such interesting dynamics. Like they really, really did. And it's honestly, it's an impressive successor show. They've, it is a good show, especially the storyline with the, um, what do you call those um, new aliens, like the elite, the high, the, the high breed? The, the high breeds. Breed. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. Right. And they were made from, like, humans. And they, yeah, so they're, like, super pure. And then one day, um, Ben saves the guy's arm using swamp fire and, like, yeah. like, heals him, but now he's, like, fused with Ben. And he becomes, like, impure, and he gets rejected by his own kind, and he ends up being the leader of them at the end. Yeah. And Ben, in order to, like, save their entire species, like, basically turns them all into mixed-race children. (laughs) (laughs) As weird as that is. You're going to get us cancelled talking like that. (laughs) (laughs) But he does. Like, I mean, fair, yeah. Mixes all the alien DNA that he has in the Omnitrix with all of them. Yeah, that was a heartbreaking episode, actually. Honestly, though, that was something that like kids shows used to get really right. Like they used to break your heart on occasion, and you just be like, "I, I wasn't expecting this for my Saturday morning cartoon." <laughs> like, ah, this is very, very true, actually. Oh. Um, I, I thought Ultimate Alien was cool, but it wasn't great. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was an interesting successor, but like, I think Alien Force set a benchmark after the classic which obviously couldn't be topped yeah and then i think ultimate alien they were kind of reaching in terms of concepts yeah which is to say nothing about the omniverse disgusting yeah and the reboot and all that but see i think that's another problem people have they can't just let things die you know yeah like it's always oh that made money maybe it can make money again and you're like ah Please, please leave it in the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Um, so we've done, like, American Dragon now. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you remember Dexter's Laboratory? Yes. <laughs> that yeah. was an awesome, awesome show. Like, I used to get so frustrated with Dee Dee. Oh, she yeah, because she always ruined my hands. <laughs> like, because I was always so excited. I was like, build it. Build it. <laughs> Build something cool. I want to make it myself. Like, show me how this... Show me the steps. <laughs> he was always just working on that single plate of metal and turning the, the bolt into it. Oh, like, yeah. Is that... What are you... What is it doing? <laughs> what is your plan with that? Oh, <laughs> uh, What was... It, it was Mandork that was the... Mandork, the, yeah. <laughs> that was... Oh, yeah, because he used to call him Mandork. <laughs> That was hilarious. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the episode where they they were stuck in nature, and, oh, and yeah. they were like, "You could make water from like like rubbing a stick against a berry," and then he like tries to like start a fire using this berry, <laughs> and like it just like squirts on his face, and he was like, "Water," and he's like, 
you're you two are supposed to be geniuses. You guys are <laughs> <laughs> incapable of living. Fair. But didn't he have a crush on Dee Dee? Yes. Yeah, yeah he did. that was the thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. And Dex is just like, but why? <laughs> why would you want this? <laughs> wasn't his lab like super deep underground with like all the different tunnels and stuff? Yeah. Whereas Dex's was just like behind a bookshelf or something and it was just this massive fucking area. Oh. <laughs> uh. Speaking of like hidden things that are so so obvious and yet people have missed it, kids next door, their treehouse. The yeah, parents fair. never realize. Fair, fair. Kids next door was a fucking cracker of a show. Oh my goodness. That show like made me think that I could build anything out of the things around me. Yeah, it's, fair. that show is based on like children's imagination. That was a regular treehouse, but like in their yeah. brain. Yeah. It was this like epic place. Yeah, I love that show because their weapons are all things that you could definitely like make in real life. Mustard gun. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, their villains were so strange as well that it was just so interesting. Like the candy pirate, um, the dude who was always sick twenty four seven. Yeah. And the preppy kids. Yeah, the the kids from down the lane. Yeah. My favorite part about that is when they were like in the house and they were like, oh, why are these kids so dangerous? Number one just turns around and it's like, they made me bold. And you're like, what? <laughs> Speaking of heartbreaking moments, the kids next door episodes, when, when they become teenagers and they get their minds wiped. Oh, yeah. And they send number one out and... It, like into space. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. But like they they like wipe his mind in front of his whole team, but he's kept on as like a as a like agent. Yeah. Because he's like one of the best best, and they also had like others who, when the teenagers were like fighting against them, some of those teenagers were actually still kids next door, mm. like that one blonde kid that they oh, always yeah. used to like yeah. Yeah. They he was secretly an agent the whole time as well. Well, don't you I remember? So much um, respect for that. Oh yeah. Number one's dad used to be an agent. There was that episode where they um, unbrainwashed him. They find out he's like the most legendary agent that the kids next door ever Ooh. had. Yeah, and he's like, because number one was the only one who believed that this agent was real. Then he yeah. finds out it's his dad. I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> and they literally like unmind wipe him for the one episode. And that's when you see his eyes for the first time. You're like, oh my god, that's <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. Who was your favorite kid next door? Uh, besides number one, Wally. Number four. Yeah, 100%. It was, yeah, even including number one, my favorite was always number four. It was so cool. I see you guys resonate real strong. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just love that kid. That was awesome. That whole show. I think second favorite was probably number two. Yes, yeah, because he built everything. He was yeah. G. <laughs> I still walk like Wally's dad. Like with, with, when his arms are out and he's holding his briefcase, he's like, come along, son. And... Um, <laughs> When I'm happy, I, I do that walk. Nice. No, that doesn't surprise me either, actually. <laughs> Speaking of really weird villains, Powerpuff Girls. The oh. villains in that show always creep the holy hell out of me. Okay, who do you think was the strangest villain? The devil man, what is that? <laughs> the transvestite thing. I don't think, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. Her, it was, it, was it him? It was him, it was him. 
Um, but like, no, but okay, that's not his like pronoun. That was his name. For <laughs> <laughs> anyone listening, <laughs> but see, that's the thing. That would not fly today. <laughs> that would not fly at or all. Would it fly harder than anything else? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question, actually. What was actually now that I think about it? What was up with kids' programs? Like weirdly, strangely sexual devil things. Cause You're like, talking about cow and chicken. I'm talking about cow and chicken. Like, what was up? A, what was yeah, up with that cheeks. show? Sure, I think that was the least of our concerns when it came to that character. What the hell was wrong with it? Like, how did that get aired for kids? Okay, that's fair. That <laughs> is fair. Like, cow and chicken was a weird one. Cow and chicken was. I, I remember there's one episode where they show the mom and the dad, and it's just legs. Like, as then they go, like, above the line that they normally do, and the legs end. <laughs> like, that was it. There was nothing on top. And you're just like, am I supposed to read into this? Like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> How did they conceive a cow and chicken? I, I don't want to know. Don't question it. Yeah, don't I don't want to know, it. dude. Why would you ask a question like that? <laughs> How did they conceive a cow and a chicken? <laughs> there are a pair of legs. That, uh. Do you remember I Am Weasel? Yes, yes, I remember those two. <laughs> that that was a surprisingly entertaining show. That's they true. also had interactions with that weird devil thing, which was weird. That's another thing. A lot of cartoons from our generation like intermingled. They did weirdly, and I think it's because a lot of them, like a lot of the cartoons, are just done by the same few oaks, like <laughs> Sheep in the Big City. Oh, you That's just... That's a memory you forgot I, you had. Dude, yeah, you just unlocked that. Wow. I'm going to you one more time. The Cramp Twins. <laughs> Holy shit, I... Why was one of them blue? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Why was one of them blue? Why did they make the naughty one the person of color? <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got a point, but like... That's Cartoon Network being problematic back in the 90s. <laughs> to be fair, I think if you had to air, like, most of our cartoons again, Cartoon Network would be cancelled. <laughs> I repeat, him. <laughs> That's probably why all these shows are so, like... Child friendly nowadays. They're oh, scared. Oh, that's actually. They don't want to. They don't want to do anything solid. That's fair enough. But I mean, I mean fair. <laughs> but on the other hand, you don't. You don't have. Well, you kind of do because now that I think about it, most of the shows that we watched had like that one fucking extreme. <laughs> like, oof. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> um, one show that had some crazy stereotypes. Despite being an excellent show, uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, the oh, Asians. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, but to be fair, Courage the Cowardly Dog was a mad show. Like, holy hells. Like, as a kid, that freaked me the fuck out. As an adult, I'm pretty sure I, I wouldn't enjoy a lot of episodes of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Fair, fair. Not for quality reasons. Quality is high up. Oh, yeah. The things coming out of that show. Like, there must have been tripping balls on cocaine, dude. Like, holy shit. Some of the villains that came out, you were like, this is a kid's show. Come on, man. Like, you're giving me nightmares, aren't you? Yeah. 
For real. My favorite though, have you seen the theory that uh, like Carriage is just a normal like dog? Mm. And that everything he's seeing is basically just his view of the world. So they yeah. don't really live out in the middle of nowhere. It's just he doesn't go anywhere. So that's his like only point of reference. And mm. all that. It's really cool. I dig that. It's not Fair. like a mindfuck, but I mean... <laughs> On the, here's a cool theory for you. Powerpuff Girls, the professor is actually Samurai Jack. I've seen that, yeah. To be fair, he does look like exactly like him. Yeah. I don't think it's possible now with the final season of Samurai Jack. Which did you watch, by the no. way? No. I thought they stopped making that show ages ago. They did, but then Adult Swim brought it back like in 2018 or so for one more season. Whoa. It is. It's literally like he's lost his sword, he's lost his way, he's basically become like a ronin and he's just like depressed. He's like, I'm never going to be able to defeat Aku. Like, Aku's almost grown bored by the fact that Samurai Jack, like, isn't fighting back he's like oh I've, like, I guess I've won <laughs> like I'm depressed <laughs> like, that's dark what the hell no dude it was fucking gnarly and the way the Scotsman went out was baller he went out he went out like a pro just insulting the shit out of Aku the entire that time that makes sense that I have some serious respect for that I'm gonna watch that on YouTube immediately after this please do it was fucking baller Oh my goodness. That is one of my favorite episodes of Samurai Jack is when you meet him for the first time. You the Scotsman. Like, yeah, and you're like, how good are you as a hero? And they have that like rock throwing competition. The Scotsman throws the rock like really, really far. And then Samurai Jack's like, how much do you weigh? And then he just picks up the Scotsman and just throws it <laughs> him instead. Yeah. I enjoyed Samurai Jack, actually. I think Aku was probably one of like my favorite villains. Like ever. Oh, that, that show almost got banned because of, like, the satanic imagery of that guy. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Like, even back then, eh? <laughs> it was, but he was such a funny character. And did you know he was voiced by the dude who voiced Uncle Iroh from Avatar? Okay, that's, that is pretty cool. Do you ever you pick Zuko, American Dragon? Yeah, Dante yeah. Bosco, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he's the same dude from Hook. Yep, that's yeah. a, what a lad. What a dude. He's all over the show now. Fucking Avatar. What a series. Sure, I, that deserves its own. That does deserve its own episode, honestly. Yeah, we'll just touch on that. <laughs> okay, well, here's what you need to know. Legendary. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Don't watch the movie. Don't watch the movie. Yeah, the M, M. Night Shyamalan butchered it. Yeah, it's entirety. But, like, if you Google that, the internet will tell you. Yeah, yeah, fair. We don't need to. Fair, fair. <laughs> uh, oh, another good one. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Okay, that, that, haha. <laughs> it was always, they had such good ideas. And they usually worked at the beginning. Yeah. And then greed. It was, it was always for the jawbreakers. I love that. Like, it was so stupid and just so hilarious at the same time. Those jawbreakers always look so good to me. But that's because they were like in massive. real life and you're like, this is lame. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Do you remember the, like, internet games? The little, like, flash games you get for Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Like, the go-kart, like, where you just bash into each other, or the food fight one, dude? Mm. Cartoon Network had some of the fucking, like, best little flash games you could find as, like, an 11 year old. I the Ben 10 one. Oh, yeah, the, like, almost side-scroller type one. Yeah, I have the Ben 10 Omniverse game on PlayStation 2. Omni something something. Fair enough. Is that the one where it's like that giant, um, like, English knight robot thing on the one level? Um, He's got, like, possible. the yellow face. Oh, I don't remember. It's been a while. 
<laughs> literally on level 10 where you have to fight Volgax and I've never been able to beat it. Fair. I remember I used to have... Because I used to borrow that from Josh, one of my buddies, because um, he had the classic series game, but I had the Alien Force game. Oh. And that was so cool because that was co-op. <laughs> so you could play as Gwen or Kevin, and it was like... That's pretty cool. It was baller, dude. Who would ever pick Gwen? That's a good question. Because, I mean, it's Kevin. Well, she's, got, she's got range, but, like, Kevin. Yeah, personality-wise, like, you're not even in the same ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> what was always kind of strange for me was that Gwen was an alien. That was a... But, uh, but remember, that was a retcon they introduced in Alien Force. Because in um, the classic series, it she was... on the book. Yeah, it was the magic book, and she was like, oh, I can learn sorcery and stuff. And I was basically yeah. like, oh, if you have the book, like, you can learn it. And then it's like, no, she's an alien that's, like, part of the superpower because the grandpa hooked up with an energy-based yeah. alien or something. Yeah, made of mana. Yeah, that was, a, that was a weird retcon to me. But there were a few, like, weird things in Ben 10, like where, um, like how, A, the Omnitrix just never gave Ben the alien he wanted. Even after Azimuth like tinkers with it and it's yeah. like, look at that, it's now like completely in your control. It's like, is it though? <laughs> uh, that first episode of Alien Force of the Omnitrix upgrades itself. Pretty cool. cool. Yeah. And honestly, that's a pretty interesting story way to shake up the design. Where, because he puts it on his wrist and he's like, it's not working. Like, this, like something's gone wrong. And then like 10 minutes later, it's like, download complete. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I don't recognize any of these, and he picks one, you're just like, new aliens. Hell yes. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, because he's seen, he's like, I'm gonna go for some heat blast, and he's like, uh, heat blast? Are you here? <laughs> uh, there were some really cool aliens in that one. Um, Deep Freeze, that's a, that's a brand. That is a brand. Well done, Ewan. Wait, wait, what, what's... Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? No. Big Chill. That's oh, it. yeah, Big Jesus, Chill. Deep Freeze. I hate myself. <laughs> you, you should. <laughs> yeah, Big Chill was pretty cool. I always enjoyed Swampfire. Swampfire is cool. But that's just because he was the replacement Heat Blast, and yeah. I always fucking loved Heat Blast. Okay, top three aliens. We'll go from classic, then alien force. That's, that's rude, right? <laughs> Okay, um, Accelerate. Oh, that's a strong pick. Okay. Um, oh, what are we doing, like, like in terms of practicality? No, 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 just your favorite. Like, whatever that means to you, pick it. Oh, okay, okay, Wild Mutt. Fair. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Forearms, because why Why not? Why would you pick anything else? Fair. <laughs> that is. That is very fair. My top three for the classic would probably be Heat Blast, Diamond Head, Diamond Head, yeah, yeah. Diamond Backs, the Marvel villain. Yeah, <laughs> crappily done in, in Netflix. Yeah, yeah. All unfortunate. Yeah, uh, we're bringing ourselves down, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, see so Heat Blast, Diamond Head, and then ooh, I'm gonna go. What was that? What was that werewolf one that he unlocked when he was like out in the canyon and he got the girl who was basically yes, just like yeah, mistreating yeah. him the entire time? That was a sick alien. I really enjoyed that one. And he also got the Frankenstein alien at one point. Yes, yeah. Yo, which one was that? The one with all the eyes. 
that he unlocks in that like nuclear oh, in the, chamber. Oh, yeah, thing. in the movie. Yeah. That was cool. That was an awesome one. Okay, it's from Alien Force. Ah, uh, Swampfire, Big Chill, and... Hmm, you... You got me on this one, because now, now I'm struggling. <laughs> Spider Monkey, I'll take it. That's a goodie. I enjoyed that one. Obviously Swampfire, I'm gonna double up on here. Uh, I, I always enjoyed Humongousaur, just because I think he had such a cool design. Yeah. Just basically just a dinosaur. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, hmm. Hmm. Alien Force. See, the problem was he, he was much more like certain aliens in Alien Force. Whereas, yeah. like, the classic series, he, like, cycled through all of them fairly frequently. Was it Echo, I think? Echo Echo, yes, yeah. the little white one. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's racist. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't cancel us. We just got started. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I always enjoyed Echo Echo, just because, like, Sonic Pals, why not, eh? Big fan and of the Black himself. And he can clone himself. Yeah, because he was similar to Ditto 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 in that yeah. regard. Uh, I was never much of a fan of Grey Matter, if I'm honest. Like, I... He was cool at, at times. Yeah, like, that's the problem. He served though. his purpose. Yeah. Nah, fair enough. Very fair. Wildvine was always pretty cool. Oh, I completely forgot about Wildvine. That's a goodie. Yeah. <laughs> if we get any of these alien names wrong, please just, like, send us a message. I think it would be pretty cool. Fair. <laughs> some yeah. response here. <laughs> Interact with us. Fair, fair. Uh... Foster's Home for All Imaginary Kids always made me cry. Cause that really? Was a, that was a sad story. Was it though? Okay, well there's, there's like, a, like a fan theory about the end of that show. Oh yeah? Which is Frankie, the girl with the red hair. Mm. Um, like, she has like a mental disorder. Um. And she's staying at her grandma's house and then she imagines all of the imaginary friends. Hectic. And the snow globe on her bedside table is Foster's home. Hectic. That's yeah. wild. That would be pretty intense. Yeah. I, I always enjoy, like, to me, it's, it's really weird because, like, for, with Foster's home for Imaginary Friends, Blue was supposed to be, like, your main character. I hated Blue. He, yeah. Yeah. I on it he was probably my least favorite character in that entire show. The basketball playing imaginary friend yes, with the one yeah, arm was yeah. honestly my favorite. He was awesome. The story of how he lost his arm is quite heartbreaking too. That's actually you're right, yeah. That show went hard when it came to like making you cry. Mm. Still though, one of my favorite lines is that old like um like what was she? Almost like the, the granny. No no no, not the granny, the it was she was an imaginary friend, but she was the 2D one. Oh. That it was like super ugly. Um, she was oh, almost like gypsy like. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she sits here and she goes, You've disturbed my beauty sleep. I need 23 hours of it. And Blue just tells like, Maybe you should shoot for 24. <laughs> like, and that is still one of my favorite lines out of the show, even though I hate Blue as a character. <laughs> like, it's just so good. <laughs> Roasting the crap out of her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. Now we could move over to some more boomerang style stuff. 
Ooh. instead of Cartoon Network because I was a big Boomerang fan myself. Same, because that that you had like the older shows on that one. Yeah, so, like uh, Captain Tom. Caveman. Yes. Yeah. That was awesome. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. I don't think we need to tell anyone how fucking awesome that is. You should just go watch it. Um, the Wacky Racers. <gasps> oh my gosh, dude! Wacky Racers was phenomenal. Dastardly and Muttley. Yes. yes, they were my two favorite characters, and they got their spin-off show. Did you ever watch the spin-off yes, with the aeroplanes? So good. And all Muttley wanted was the fucking medals. The cat's the pitcher. Cat's <laughs> the pitcher. It was so good. Oh, I love that. I yeah, I love that so much. The characters in that show were excellent, and those cars were so cool. Yeah, the, there were so many times where like if he didn't cheat, he would have won. Yeah, yeah. just like. Ah. To be fair, I'm fairly sure there is one race that he won, but that got taken away from him. But like, it shouldn't have. <laughs> like, it re- like realistically, it really shouldn't have. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I loved Wacky Races growing up. It was so cool. I always hated the fact that he always lost though, because like I understood why he always yeah. lost, but it was like ah, just one. Just one. <laughs> like, let the man hold the cup. <laughs> like, he'll probably stop cheating if he does. <laughs> That's true. Like, <laughs> uh, obviously, you've got classics like uh, Scooby-Doo and all the various incarnations. Oh, my goodness, yes. Despite yeah. the most recent ones. The most recent ones are... Terrifying. Not good. Yeah. Honestly, the, the theme song. I don't understand how the theme song, like, declined over the years. Fair, yeah. It's weird. Like, because you'd think it'd be, like, so simple to get right. But, I mean, as we saw with Ben 10, that is definitely not the case. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? Yo, the fact they played that in the live-action movies, dude. Fucking awesome. I love that shit. Honestly, though, I always used to watch the live... Those first two, the ones written by James Gunn. They were written by James Gunn? Yeah, dude. (laughs) That's why they've got, like, so many adult jokes and, like, over-the-top stuff. It's brilliant, dude. But those are two live-action movies that you can just go back and, like, watch as an adult. Be like, yeah, so much went over my head as a child. (laughs) Like, oof. (laughs) Like, the first scene when you're introduced to Shaggy again after the, the gang's broken up. It's literally a wide shot of the mystery machine with smoke pouring out of it and him and Scooby laughing like stoners. And that's the oh. whole, and then you go inside and they're flipping burgers. And it's like, as a kid, you're like, oh, they're cooking food. Whereas now you're like, oh my God. Like, how <laughs> did you get away with that? <laughs> like, that was so subtle, yet in your face, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what really surprised me? Boomerang had a Scooby-Doo show called A Pup Named Scooby-Doo when all of them were kids. I remember this. And that it was, was surprisingly good, good yeah. I was always surprised because I was always like, ah, oh, it, there's no way it's going to be good. And then I watched it, I was like, this is, like, this is decent. Like, I'm enjoying this. Oh, my God. Respectable. There was actually, the Scooby-Doo show that surprised me the most, I think, was, um, I think it was called Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. That was actually really good. And that was, like, quite recent. That was, like, 2014, yeah. I think. It's because they had respect in that show, and they also managed to make it dark. Yeah, that's true. Like, there were, there were some times where you were like, that's a little over the top. Like, I think Fred was the classic example with his, like, obsession with traps. Yes. Yeah. And you were like, okay, like, I, I, I see what you're doing with you. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed that show, and I think it had some really, really phenomenal moments in it. Um, 
you remember some of your like favorite monsters and ghosts? All from Scooby Doo. Yeah. Goodness, so dude. There was so yeah. There were so many. I, I, I like, used to. I really enjoyed that electricity one. The orange electricity looking thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Um. To be fair, I'm thinking a lot of the movie ones, if I'm honest. Um, the pterodactyl, that, that one scene where they, he's at the asylum and he oh, like, yeah. thinks he can fly away and he's like, So long, suckers. Yeah. Help me, suckers. <laughs> I love that. That was hilarious. <laughs> to be fair, that movie had such a wild ending when it's revealed he's posing as the chick. And you're just like, this was, I was not expecting that. Congrats. Like, I knew the chick was evil. I did not realize you were the chick. <laughs> When Scrappy Doo is the um, oh villain in the first movie, yeah, that was yeah, that was pretty. That's funny. Why Rowan Atkinson was in that. Yeah, he was really good in it as well, which I really loved. <laughs> we want you to be our sacrifice. A sacrifice? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Oh, uh, yo. Okay, speaking of cartoons, just a pull back onto Cartoon Network for a second. Cartoons that would not fly today. Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Which is surprising because, like, not to be weird, but the girls always said no. So, yeah. like, it's not even like you're teaching kids. Because I don't know if you heard about this, but Johnny Bravo... you teaching them, like, what toxic masculinity is and why it doesn't work. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, which is surprising because they actually tried to, A, they wanted to, like, cancel it a few years ago. Like, I, it, like, it's been all fair for however fucking long, but they were like, no, Johnny Bravo is the devil. And then they wanted to reboot it with a female lead as Johnny Bravo. And it would have been like a... If I'm remembering the article correctly, this was like years back, it would have been very much like an empowering, like, this is how you treat women type of thing. Yeah. Which is weird, because I feel like Johnny Bravo did that already in the like opposite way where it's like yeah this is what not to do you know yeah it was really i always enjoyed that show though it was fucking hilarious how he always got his ass kicked by the girls he was like i'm a black belt god and they're like oh <laughs> johnny you are not good <laughs> <laughs> at all that is actually a pretty cool um um, the reason why he's like that is pretty cool. The mm. episode where they go back to his high and school. And he's like super like skinny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was lame. <laughs> to be fair, I actually, I read somebody... He looks like All Might. That's fair. That's <laughs> like a little bit like All Might. Uh, All Might and Small Might. <laughs> but I actually read a... Um, uh, I think it was like a theory slash comment on a website the other day where it was like... If you look at Johnny Bravo, he lives, like, a pretty sad life, if you think about it. Like, he does. But at the same time, he's always trying to be a good person. Because, A, he's, like, best friends with his next-door neighbor, who's just, like, a little girl. Who just thinks he's, like, the coolest. He really cares about his mom. And they were basically saying, if you, like, look at the way he interacts with the girls, it's actually really sad. Because whenever he acts like the jock, acts like the, the big man, they reject him and they, like, throw him away. And whenever he acts like the sensitive, kind-hearted person, he gets rejected and thrown away. Which is a really interesting, like, perspective on the show. Which is quite... I never thought of it as a kid. I was just like, ha-ha, Johnny Bravo's <laughs> on the floor now. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, goodness. Yeah, what, um... Teen Titans. 
when we're talking about Teen Titans at all, because that was the precursor to Young Justice. And then also let's talk about the disrespect that is the new movie. The Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Oh. So that's it. Here's here's why I have a little bit more respect for that now. It's because in the latest movie they brought back the original Teen Titans. Yeah. The Teen Titans Go were like, you guys are so much cooler than us. But my problem. Yes. Yes, you know that. You know that what you're doing is garbage. But you can respect that they are better than you. But my problem is they almost drag those Teen Titans down to their level. Because not to be funny, but Teen Titans go very much like, it puts all the characters in boxes. Like Robin is very much like, I've got a plan, why aren't you listening to me? Type of and the problem is in that movie they made the original Teen Titans very much fit into those boxes. Yeah. And you're like, ah, like... These are still the characters I grew up with, but you're shifting them. Stop. Like, Teen Titans was a dark show. Yeah, dude. Do you remember those episodes? With the Slade yeah, and, and um, Terra. Yeah. Oof. Or when Slade, like, basically kidnaps Robin's, like, yeah, I've infected your friends with, like, a neurotoxin. Like, I can activate it at any time and they'll die. You've got to work with me. My favorite moment from that, those episode arcs, is where he's like, Ah, come now, Robin. Maybe soon you might even think of me as a father. And he just turns to me he's like, I already have a father. And then you just see the bats flying overhead. And you're like, oh, he's talking about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. My favorite episode of Teen Titans, Cyborg, where he, he has to fight the, the robot. Oh, is that the, yeah. 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 He's like, I have a limit. Like, I can't go more than 100%. And then the robot's like, this is why humans are pathetic. And he's like, you're wrong. Humans have willpower. 101%. 102%. You're just like, oh, he's animating. He's animating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a phenomenal episode. Uh, yeah, because that whole episode is basically like, when I was a human, I could always train to improve myself, whereas as a machine, I've got a hard limit. He's like, I don't have limits. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I I think Beast Boy is probably the least annoying in that show, as weird as it sounds. Because, like, Teen Titans Go, he is fucking irritating. Even in Young Justice Season 2, like, he's a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. Like, he's a pain. (laughs) Which is weird, because Beast Boy, I think in the comics, is pretty generally, like, a a decently rounded character. I won't say (laughs) well-rounded, but he's, like, pretty solid. He's enjoyable and lovable in Teen Titans. And yeah. his relationship with Terra is yeah, good. That's real good. That's some Wally and Artemis stuff right there. Facts, bro. Facts. That's probably the precursor to Wally Artemis. Hundreds. Absolutely. Except she's, you know, a traitor. And Artemis isn't. <laughs> Woo! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness. Honestly, yeah, I, Teen Titans is so good. Did you ever play the, like, Flash fighting game Mm -hmm. off of Teen Titans on the Cartoon Network website? (gasps) Dude, that was, like, my favorite game. Like, whenever I got, like, an internet time, oh, that was what I spent it on. It was so good. Okay. I just unlocked a memory while I was talking about that. I just had a thought, Ewan. Tell me. Does this name mean anything to you? I already know what you're about to say. Megas XLR! Dude, Dude, what a TV show. That first episode where they're like, this robot is the only hope of the resistance. They send it back into the past and she arrives. She's like, 
where the fuck is my robot? <laughs> and then she just finds the car mounted on top of like the gaming controller. And she's like, I can't drive this. I don't know. What is this? What even is this? And he's just like, I made it simple. Look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Do you remember that theme song? It was the hype. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Dig. Giant robots. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that had some awesome Cartoon Network games as well. Some of the most fun ever. I'm drawing that tonight. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's another trio that was really, really good. True. Like, that's I think what a lot of our old school cartoons got very right. They did some trios real solidly. Really, really did. Your Megas XL well lost. <laughs> Have I just blasted your mind over there? I'm going to rewatch it. <laughs> Show me that picture. Come I'm on. I'm so sure. Look. Oh, oh that, that robot looks so fucking cool. <laughs> like, even as a 21-year-old, I'm like, yeah, the flames and the eyeballs and the eight ball, that works. I would, I would drive this. <laughs> 100%. Are you, uh, if I threw a With plane, a car like that. Oh, 100%. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. But if you're telling me I gave you just a plain giant robot, you wouldn't drive it. <laughs> That's unfair. <laughs> you drive any giant robot I gave you. <laughs> well, anyone would give you, really. I can't afford giant robots. Ask Elon. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, that was a really, really good series. Uh Cotton Network did really well. They really did. Do you remember the... This is a bit more uh, somewhat recent. This came out in... Uh, it coincided with the Avengers movie. It was Earth's Mighty yes. Heroes. That is a good show. That Dude, was a really good show. That was phenomenally done. Honestly, and the thing I appreciated was, like, they... At first, they were like, oh, it's like the MCU versions of these heroes. And they were like, last pass. <laughs> these, are, these are completely different. It's fine. <laughs> like, uh, have, a, have a jam. Dude, the... The Avengers Assemble. Do you yes. remember? The, they did the Infinity Stones um, arc. Yeah, where Cap gets the, um, the Cosmic Cube and he wishes for Bucky to be alive again. And Red Skull's like, what did you wish for? And he's like, I, I, nothing, I don't think. None of your business. <laughs> and Red Skull's like, you wasted it. And then at the end of the episode, you see Bucky fall into the water and open his eye. And you're like, oh, he did it. He brought the Winter Soldier out. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the scenes that I love from that, like, when they did that for the first time with the Infinity Stones, that is when I knew what was coming in the MCU. Fair. Yeah. So, uh, the Infinity Stones look different in that show. Yeah. But um, there's an episode where they get, like, thrown across the realms. Yeah. And Iron Man lands exactly where he's meant to be. And he meets Eitri the Dwarf. And they yes. made the armor out, out of, of uh, Uru metal. Yes. yes. Oh, and he just comes God. to Asgard and he's like, I'm fucking ready to fight. <laughs> that was baller, yeah. I remember that episode. Do you remember Spectacular Spider-Man? Of course I remember Spectacular I'm, I'm so disappointed it only got one season. It's heartbreaking you, to me. His outfit. They did it. Andrew Garfield wore his outfit. No, Andrew Garfield. Oh, are you talking in the second one? Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because I, I know the in the first Amazing Spider-Man, because actually I remember lo <laughs> walking past with my dad because I was going to go see it in theatres. And yeah. I remember looking at the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and I just started reading, um, I think it was called Spider-Girl. Yes. And it was basically like an alternate future version. Yes. Oh, yeah, the civilian outfit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
but it was basically like the an alternate future like timeline where Peter Parker married MJ, like he was still Spider Man and all that, and his daughter basically inherited his spider powers and became yes, like Spider Girl. I've got some on my shelf right yeah. now. <laughs> Same. I also have some in my cupboard at home. And I remember looking at Andrew Garfield's costume and be like, they gave him his daughter's costume? Because she also, also had yeah. the, like, two fingers are blue, like, with the whole line running up the arms type of thing. That's respect. That is a lot of respect. I might even edit that into the YouTube thing. I might, like, <laughs> I might put some effort into that. Wow. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's impressive, actually. And that was such a good show, especially the dynamic they had with Eddie Brock. I really like that. Like, the way he just kept getting screwed continuously, and he was just like, I'm done. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And also, how much Peter's life just sucked. Like, when he um, when he takes photos of, I think it's the lizard, as yeah. Spider-Man, and he, like, earns money off of it, and they were like, you were supposed to be our friend, Peter. Like, you just sold our, like, biggest tragedy to the entire world. And he's like, I didn't even... Oh. <laughs> like, ah... <laughs> so good it's so so good mm. <sighs> how is it we always come back to this about Spider-Man yeah I think because he's just such a fucking amazing hero <laughs> uh, facts and <laughs> <laughs> to Walter White you goddamn right <laughs> yeah when you're right you're right what can you fucking say about it <laughs> uh, I'll be honest I never enjoyed the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon all that much it had some good moments I'll give it that but the execution to me was too much like Deadpool, the way he would break the fourth wall, have like the angel and the devil on his shoulders all the time. Oh, oh okay. Like, it, like the concept itself is pretty solid because it, that is Ultimate Spider-Man, the comics, effectively. Nick Fury, like, if you want to be in the Ultimates, which is why he's called the Ultimate Spider-Man, he's like, then you're going to have to up your game. Whereas in the show, he's like, if you want to be the ultimate Spider-Man, you're going to have to, like, improve. And you're like, oh, it still works. I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. And then they I enjoyed just... the, the shield training and the, the whole thing with his team. See, the, but my problem is Spider-Man, like, traditionally as a hero, is very much a lone wolf type of hero. Where, like, he's been part of the Avengers, he's been part of the Fantastic Four, but it's always, like, temporary. You know, it's always for, like, a, a story beat, you know? Or, yeah. Whereas that whole, like, oh, he's got Luke Cage, Iron Fist, what was it, Tigress? Yeah, and Nova. And Nova. It was kind of like, I, these are cool because you're exposing these other characters, you know, that other people probably wouldn't have thought of very much. But, like, I want me some Spider-Man. <laughs> A good episode is when they all try and fight Captain America and they all get their Oh, yeah, there. and he's literally like, if you beat me, you can hold the shield. And they're all like, ah! <laughs> I'd try. <laughs> I'd, it's like I know it's pointless, but I'd give it a go. Like I you, would lowball him so hard. I would. I would <laughs> shamelessly do whatever it takes. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> You're not bulletproof, Cap. <laughs> <laughs> and you dropped your shield. <laughs> oh yeah, does Spider-Man like pick it up and throw it? And it like ends up in Doctor Doom's place. And he's like, ah, I've got to get that back. I've got to get that back. I've got to get that back. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god cartoons really were good back in the day <sighs> when did it die <laughs> which which week was that ah I'd say 2014 that'd be my best guess Ray, I was still enjoying cartoons in 2014 but were you enjoying old cartoons no, no reruns mostly but that's what I'm saying like ooh that's rough yeah dude cause not to be funny like 
if you think about it, 2014. Well, okay, asking asking either of us to be like what? Years old. Uh, no, I know, but I was gonna say asking either of us to be like what TV shows came out at that time. That's that's borderline impossible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I know I don't have good enough memory for that. <laughs> oh, goodness. I think that's. I think that's pretty solid. Yeah. We've gone through a lot. Is there anything still left that we need to talk about? Um, in terms of cartoons, I'm sure as soon as we close the podcast, they'll be like, fuck, we have to talk about this. Oh, uh, most definitely. Yeah, but nothing's really coming to mind at the moment. Yeah. Well, then, um, we didn't even touch on the Clone Wars. We, we've got time. <laughs> you, you must have. You, you said you've seen some episodes of the Clone Wars, right? <laughs> Holy shit, it is good, dude. I Okay, so I watched it when it was coming out on Cartoon Network. I caught it on the week-to-week basis. And more recently, just before Season 7 came... Like, just before the announcement for Season 7 came out, I was so lucky. I hit this thing where I was like, I'm gonna watch The Clone Wars, but I put it in chronological order. Because I don't know if you you knew this, it's an anthology series. So, as they were making it, they did certain, like, episodes out of time. So, like, an episode in season one has a conclusion in, like, season two, or, like, a season two episode shows the backstory for something in, like, season three, or, you yeah. know. Watching it in chronological order is wild. I loved it. It is absolutely phenomenal. And a lot of people credit it with, like, saving the prequels. First off, Revenge of the Sith saved the prequels, folks. Let's fucking just say that. <laughs> I will hear no words against it. <laughs> it is, to me, it is the best movie out of the prequels by, a, like, by Miles, and I would argue it stands with the best of the original trilogy. Like, easy peasy. Ah! And honestly, I think the Clone Wars just expanded every single character, like, beautifully. And it really, like, it shows you what a galactic civil war looks like, which makes it really depressing when you watch the sequels, but let's not get into that again. (laughs) Not again, right? Not again. I (laughs) I spent, like, 40 minutes raging about them. I can't again. (laughs) I could, like, make no mistake, I could, but I won't. I'll, I'll save your ears, listeners. <laughs> I think, yeah, Obi-Wan and Anakin's dynamic in the Clone Wars it was really good, right? It was really good. Plus, you get to know Cody and Rex. Yes. As clones. 100%. Honestly, that I think the Clone Wars did the clones so much justice. Like, honestly. Shows how badass they could be. Yeah, and it shows why, like... Like, they can take out all the Jedi, not to be funny, but it's like, oof. We're like, they're, they're well-trained. Honestly, so you've only seen a few episodes, but I think my favorite arc from the Clone Wars might be the Umbara arc. Obviously, that's that's outside of season seven. Did you ever watch the Umbara episodes? Okay, I'm going to spoil them for you, because I know you'll get to them at yeah. some point, okay? It's literally, so, clones land on the, the planet of Umbara with Anakin as their general, right? They land day one. And it's like a hard fucking slog. Like they are losing hardcore and whatever. And Palpatine pulls Anakin out. So obviously the theory there is that, you know, that Palpatine knows that this is a planet they can't easily capture. So he doesn't want Anakin involved because he's trying to like boost his credit and all that. And they basically get put in charge by a Jedi general called Pong Krell, right? Who is a massive asshole. That sounds right. Like literally... Um, they have this thing where they're like, we need to attack the city. And he goes, walk down the main road. Like, in your entirety. Your entire legion just walk down the main road. And they're like, we will be executed. <laughs> like, if you, like, 
we will all just be massacred. Like, it, it won't even be a joke. Like, we, surely we should have tactics. And he's, he literally turns to me, he's like, are you disrespecting my authority? You're a clone. Like, you listen to me. I am your general. And they literally, it is like three episodes of these clones just getting their shit rocked by Ponkrell's, like, orders and shit. And it's literally, like, Rex and a few of the other clones, like, every so often just completely disobeying him for, like, maximum results. Only for at the end to be revealed, Ponkrell turned to the dark side. He's trying to get them all fucking murdered. And he just admits it. Like, and he's like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Like, take me on. <laughs> it is so fucking awesome, dude. And I'm not going to spoil the ending because that Please ending Please tell me Rex boring. and Cody just did wreck him. Tell me Rex, shit. dude. It's oh. only Rex out there. It's him and the five of first, basically. It's just them getting, like, slaughtered completely. And Anakin's obviously been pulled out. And they're like, he's our general. Like, we have to listen to him. The ending scene, like, Ponkrell's ending scene. Phenomenal. Phenomenally well done. I loved it. Do yourself a favor. Go watch the Umbara arc. So good. Ah. <sighs> My hype for the Clone Wars knows no bounds. We could do a whole episode on that, <laughs> honestly. Huh. Obi-Wan is, like, the sass master in that series. <laughs> like, it's like, there's, there's, a, there's an episode where Anakin and Obi-Wan get tied to Count Dooku. Like, in a cell, like, they yeah. all get captured, they get tied together. And Anakin just won't stop needling Count Dooku, and Obi-Wan just fucking yeets out the assists 24-7, <laughs> dude. It is so funny. It is, it is actually brilliant. Uh, and honestly, I think the best does, does part... Anakin, Anakin's already lost his arm by that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's post-Attack uh, of the Clones. Yeah, so he's he just, he, like, you, you took my arm. You know. Well, like, yes and no. Like, <laughs> they saw a vase of, like, old man 24-7. <laughs> like, they're busy speaking somewhere. And, like, Count Dooku's like, could you be any quieter? And Anakin just turns to me, he's like, oh, do you need a rest, mate? <laughs> like, <laughs> the old man's feeling a little tired, everyone. Maybe we should sit and have a quick, like, break. <laughs> And everyone's like, well, if he is feeling tired. Like, <laughs> like, it's brilliant. I'm so excited for you and McGregor to come back. Dude, dude, I'm so pumped. I'm so beyond pumped. Honestly, The Clone Wars reminds me of the first, like, 20 minutes of Revenge of the Sith. Where it's just, like, because that, to me, feels like an episode of The Clone Wars before The Clone Wars is even a thing. Like, it's so good. <sighs> Hell's yes. Hell's yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Are there any other shows you can think about? Um, goodness gracious. I know, like, the moment we... <laughs> yeah, as soon as we finish this, we'll be like, Ah, that one! How could we forget about that one? <laughs> um, okay, I got you. The last one I'm going to do. Batman Brave of the Bold. I enjoyed that one. I really did, surprisingly enough. <laughs> like, the fists of justice are unisex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and that rivalry has a green arrow, and when he becomes a Green Lantern, it's so cool. And he's just like, so you just relied on me to clean up your mess. And I was just like, I knew you would. (laughs) (laughs) So good. And honestly, I know like a lot of people hated on that because it came like post the animated series, which Mm -hmm. we didn't talk about, but that is like the god tier of Batman. Like, and it gave us Kevin Conroy but honestly Batman the Brave and the Bold for like a kid show was pretty solid I really enjoyed that the amount of innuendos they stuck in that was also surprisingly high (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the Birds of Prey episode where like they all sing the song about like banging Batman and like as a kid you're just like oh they're talking about his crime fighting (laughs) (laughs) and nope you are wrong (laughs) straight over your young innocent head (laughs) 
But yeah, that's that's probably all I have left. Fair enough. Uh, in which case, I've been Ryan. I've been Ewan. Thanks for watching, guys.